All right. Hey, guys. Excited to be here at VMworld. Um, and also for the uh, VRoundBag audience uh, on the live stream or the replay. Um, Brad Parks. I'm with Morpheus Data. And I'm going to talk a little bit today about bringing DevOps uh, a little bit closer together. So we're now 10 years into DevOps as a, as a philosophy, as a culture change. But what we see talking to customers every day, what we talk to people here at the event is, you know, Dev and Ops are still somewhat far apart. And, and what we want to do is talk a little bit about, from a tool perspective, how we can help address some of the people and processes that, that are keeping that friction between Dev and Ops. Um, I was actually at the DevOps Enterprise Summit a few weeks ago, and one of the questions we asked a lot of the developers was, you know, where are your bottlenecks? What is the long pull in your development release cycle? And oftentimes it came down to the last mile when they started having to interact with operations teams to provision new infrastructure. Even though dev teams were trying to do releases per day, they still had a four-week release planning cycle because of all of the activities and lead time that it took the ops team to actually stand up new infrastructure. Um, so that's what we aim to, to close is that gap. Now the reason it takes ops team so long, and, and you guys know it well, right, is all of the steps that it takes to, to actually provision. Once a developer submits a ticket, right, ops team that's usually strapped for time has to go you know, find an IP address, register the DNS, configure the load balancer, set up the logging, the monitoring, the backup, everything that it takes to get that environment production ready for a development team. Um, it's not that IT teams don't have the tools, it's that those tools do not talk to each other in any kind, any kind of orchestrated manner. And that's only gotten infinitely worse as we've started looking at multiple platforms. Even though we're at VMworld, we know big enterprise environments have a mix of you know, bare metal compute instances. They've got VMware. Many of them also have you know, OpenStack, container projects. Now they're looking at Azure, Amazon. In a multi-cloud environment, all of these problems just become that much more exacerbated. So Morpheus was designed to pull all of that together in a systematic way and provide operations teams a, a platform to orchestrate and automate that process. Um, so we not only provide a platform and a set of native tools, all the way from you know, release automation to application blueprinting, self-service cataloging, as you guys can see here, we also integrate out of the box with most of the platforms and tools that enterprises have uh, in their environments today. So whether that's um, from the development side, being able to push directly from a Jenkins build into uh, an API-driven provisioning cycle, um, using things like infrastructure as code. So you can blueprint out an app, model it, set off the provisioning, we'll go provision that infrastructure and tie into what I mentioned earlier, the IP addressing, the load balancer, all of the steps that it takes. Uh, some of the successes we've seen in big customers like AstraZeneca, um, prior to implementation, when a developer requested a resource, it took about 80 hours, uh, cradle to grave, for IT ops, their central ops team, to deliver on that service request. Um, once we brought them in under management, they got that down to about 20 minutes. Uh, so they spin up and spin down, you know, hundreds or thousands of VMs uh, in any given day, um, all fully automated. So rather than, you know, have me talk too much about that, I'm going to turn it over to James here in a minute um, to run you through a demo, talk a little bit about how we actually make that real. Uh, but in addition to bringing the tools under orchestration, so how are they deploying, 
We also provide the ability to focus on where are they deploying those new instances, whether it's an individual VM or a, a full app cycle, we can provision to on-prem clouds as well as public clouds in a standardized way. So it eliminates the need for an operations team to separately manage how to provision into, again, VMware, AWS, Azure. They all have their own native interfaces, their own native tools, but for an ops team, being able to standardize and insulate uh, a lot of the day-to-day -day administration from individual tools saves them a lot of time. So I'm going to turn it over to James now to take you through the demo. Thank you, Brad. Okay, so Brad, so what I want to do is just show you a quick uh, overview. Obviously, it's a bit hard in a session like this to give you an in-depth review of, of Morpheus, and a product like Morpheus has a lot of depth, uh, and also width, because it has to reach out, as Brad said, into a number of infrastructure components to provide a, a framework where you can mesh that dev and ops together. But just to show you sort of some of the key areas, um, one of the key things that I really like about Morpheus is governance, is control, it's who can do what, where, and when. So you want to give people this agility, this ability to go and provision infrastructure when they need it, but also where they need it. But you want to control what are they deploying, where are they deploying it, how long can it run for, how much is it costing. And Morpheus allows you to do that. We have full role-based access control, full multi-tenancy management as well, which for larger enterprises and service providers is a key way of you know, separating out different project teams, uh, different infrastructure resources. We have a wide range of integrations. I think we're up to 80 plus integrations. Uh, and as Brad said on his last slide, Daniel, one of the key ones is clouds. What can we integrate into where you can deploy? And of course, we absolutely have uh, you know, VMware. It's a key one for us. And uh, we have a demo. Wouldn't browser. be a demo Crash. without a... There we go. So <laughs> the, there you go, shows it's live. Although I could have, of course, screen canned the uh, fader. Um, but what we can do here is go in, and Morpheus allows you to very quickly and easily connect to a wide range of clouds. We natively support, on the public side, you can see there a pretty extensive list of all the major public clouds, plus on the private side, a wide range of infrastructure types as well, including, of course, VMware, and a number of integration points with VMware, depending on uh, a user's requirements. But it is as simple as pointing us at your vCenter, we will go out, we will uh, check out the environment, we will bring through resources and show those and make those available. And then once you have that, you can then control who can deploy what onto there. And we do that through our service catalog. So we can go up here, we go into instances, and we click on add. And what the user gets to see is the range of applications that you want them to be able to use. So it's a marketplace of the images, the instance types, the operating systems that you want them to be able to use in their job and their role. And you can see there, this is uh, primarily open source, but we can go in and bring any VMware templates that you've already got existing into Morpheus and make those available for deployment and reconfiguration as they're deployed. And you can then, of course, add your own instances, as well as us providing a wide range of marketplace images. The other thing that we do, which I really like in, in a single tool, is as well as doing VMs, we also do containerization. So we have full Docker and Kubernetes support in Morpheus that allows you to then mix and match the deployment of both of those types of technologies through one uh, central uh, resource. 
for me to then deploy this, so you know, you've given me access to the infrastructure, you've given me a log on to Morpheus, I then click, I pick what I want to do, what application I need, click on next, and now I get started to get filtered. And what group can I provision into? I have access to uh, a number of groups here, and I can select the one that I want to go into. I can then select the cloud. You can see that now I get the option, what clouds do I know how to deploy Apache onto? And I have a wide range, but I want to go onto VMware. We have a number of policy engines in Morpheus. Again, once you start allowing people to provision into an infrastructure, how do you make sure they're naming them sensibly? How do you know they're sizing them sensibly? How do you know they are putting them in the right place? That's all part of the governance and control and policy engine in Morpheus. So here we have, for example, the naming. We're using variables to name the instance. So I don't have to worry about somebody naming a machine after their favorite pet or a solar system object. It's also come through and given me a layout. You know, I can now pick, is it, do I want this as a container or do I want it as a VM? We're connected to a VMware infrastructure that has a, a Docker infrastructure running on it. So I've been given the option to deploy this as a Docker container or as a VM. If I pick VM, I then go through and now I get some specifics around some configuration items for this VM. I pick from a plan. How big do I want this machine to be? You can limit the number of plans available, so you can make sure people don't do crazy things, deploying massive machines into the infrastructure when they don't need to be big. You can also put costing around it. I mentioned cost and control. We have a costing engine built into Morpheus. For private cloud, we can allow, we allow you to put in your own pricing resource, uh, price your own resources, but also for public cloud, we'll go and retrieve those prices from the public cloud, and we can even give you a, a comparison uh, capability to check you're putting the resource in the most uh, cost-effective place. And you can see here, we're doing all the things that you, know, you need to be able to pick, you know, what network do we put it onto, what data store, and we can zone that down so that this user gets to put this in the right place at the right time. But we also have those integration points. You know, Brad mentioned, you know, making sure the DNS record is updated okay, making sure you've got the right IP address put to the machine. So this is where we're integrating out into those external resources, pulling those in as part of the uh, process of the doing the deploy. I'm going to step through this next step. You know, I'm deploying, I've picked a web server, so there's some intelligence then built into things that I might want to do with a web server. So for example, I might want to do, do a deployment, drop a war file on here. I actually want to deploy an application onto this. I want to sit it behind a load balancer. So we have load balancer integrations. That's often a, a sticking point. How do I get the load balancer records updated once I deploy my machines so that then the app becomes scalable? The administrator connects Morpheus to the load balancers, sets the configuration items, and now as a user using this, I can deploy the load balancer and set the records and update the records as we do the deploy. And then we can set scale rules. So now I can say, right, as this application gets used and the workload increases, I can have uh, additional capacity automatically added and also reduced um, depending on the time of day or workload uh, elements. We can also, which is another one that I really like, and this is really useful in our demo lab, is we can put policies around, well, how long can this machine run for? You know, you start giving, again, people access to deploy their own infrastructure, they deploy it, and I know I do it personally, so you forget about it, and you, you know, I'll come back to that, I'll sort that out. You know, but put a rule on it, it gets depleted in 30 days. You know, if it's not there, not being used, why is it running using resource? Obviously, very important when you're doing this in a public cloud where it's costing you all the time, but uh, you know, equally important on your private infrastructure, where you want to uh, make sure that you're not uh, you know, stretching resources when you don't need to. Hit through, get a summary, hit complete. 
And that's it. That machine will now go away, start deploying in the right place with all the right configuration items done, all the relevant systems updated, the DNS, the uh, added onto a domain. Maybe I've got a service now, CMDB, the DMD, CMDB CI record has been created for that machine as well, all within that single process. But where it really steps on is then what we can do is start building out multi-tier applications as well. So now you know, we've got a, a library of instance types that we want to be able to use, but we can then start building those into multi-tier. And I'll just show you a very simple one here that we have that we use for our demos. And you know, I've got one, it's a multi-tier, two app. This one happens to be Tomcat and MySQL. This is the actual Blueprint Builder, so I can go through and I can start configuring this. I can set rules here. You'll notice it's all those same panels I went through a moment ago. And I can start setting things. I can start locking these down. So if this is a dev server, that they can't go and provision a massive uh, amount of uh, resource again against it. This template then is linking these together. So the Tomcat server and the MySQL instances will be linked together as they're deployed. It's an application stack. If I want to, I can do things like put passwords in there, uh, create user IDs, for example, on the database here. But also Morpheus has a Cypher server, a key value store uh, technology where we can actually do encrypted um, sharing of uh, credentials. Once we have that, we can then pull that out. And again, this is where we start getting into this pipeline, maybe using it from something like Jenkins. I'm doing some development. I'm writing new applications. I want to push those out. I can then pull out this template, push it into my application, and have that as part of my pipeline development. And when I push it, it then deploys the infrastructure in a consistent way in the correct location, and then deploys the application on top of it. So say this is all being shown here through the API, through the CLI, uh, sorry, through the UI, the GUI, but we also have a full API and a full command line as well, so that you can absolutely use this from any of those development tools that you want to. But again, just to show you the ease of that, once I have that uh, application stack built, I come in, find my template, click Next, give it a name, call it James, so I don't forget to delete it pick my group, I'm going to go to a group again, and now I'm going to put this on, well, let's put this one on AWS, so I have access to AWS, hit next, there's a summary, I don't have to do anything, in fact, I can't change anything, I don't have the rights, hit complete, and that will go away now and start provisioning that, contain that. in fact, this is containerized, this one for demo, it's nice and quick. Um, if you guys have started using containers, obviously speed is one of the key things about it. Um, but you can see here, this is multi-tier. We can filter down on it, and we can see that it's deploying a database. It's actually going to deploy three Tomcat servers. This application has been deemed a scale-out app, so it's going to scale out, create three nodes. If one of those nodes goes down, we'll create a new one, so you've always got three available. If the workload goes up, we'll actually add additional nodes. You can put the scale rule around that so that you have that workload building out. That's deploying um, war files onto the application server. It's deploying a database into the database engine as well. The other great thing here, and this again is where we start tying the, the dev bit, where the guys want to be doing this in code. They want to be able to push out consistently, make sure they're getting the right things every time. Is the other thing that Morpheus brings then to the ops side is once you've got your instances running, your applications running, you can start going in and interacting with them through Morpheus. So here I've got a range of machines. I've got the various things running. If I pick one of these, here's one, for example, a database that's already running, so I can show you it. 
I can see this, I get detail about it, I can see the plan it's been deployed with. I can see this one actually has been deployed as a master-slave configuration. Um, so we can scale out the database as well. But I'm also getting performance data being pulled through. So I can start understanding if my, maybe if my database is running slowly, is it a, is it a resource usage problem? Am I, am I using too much memory, not enough CPU? We can look at the network configuration. So I don't have to be logging into my vCenter or giving somebody uh, outside of my team access to the vCenter. They can come and do this themselves. We have log aggregation. We can start putting the log files back into Morpheus. Refresh problem there. Um, but we can also go and look, has people been doing deployments on here? Are they dropping new databases on here? So we have a history record as well. And the other bit I like in here is then things like the ability to you know, restart servers. You know, I know I've spoken to a number of people here. One of the operational things is you know, you're, you're giving people the ability to put this stuff out there, but then they have a problem with it and they have to ring the help desk still and go, can you stop my server and restart it again? So they can come and do that themselves from within here. They can even you know, remote console into the machine. And we even go as far as allowing you to reconfigure. You know, this one's on Amazon. It's been done with Amazon plans. And maybe I've decided it's too small. I can go and pick a new Amazon plan, redeploy the machine, or resize the machine. And we'll go and do that for you. So it's giving you that day two operational capability. So again, pulling those two pieces together. Great ability to do things through code in a standardized way, standard APIs, whether you're going onto VMware, AWS, onto OpenStack, but also giving you that operational level uh, view of what's going on and resources. Just to show you some of our integration points, you know, there's some nice things that we've added recently. Um, one that I like is in sort of the networking space. We can do a number of services that we have here. So we have uh, Cisco ACI support, we have NSX support as well, so we can be doing uh, you know, network configuration during deployment phases. We have integration into things like Blue Cat, IPAM. We also have, as Brad mentioned, one of the slides he put up, is a number of these things, we actually have our own capability there. So you may not need to go and get an IP pool management tool. Morpheus actually can provide that for you and give you that capability today, and you can start using that. DNS services, you know, updating the DNS records and getting that correct. So we have that ability to integrate there. This is where we have our integration with our load balancers, the ability to go in and we have a wide range of load balancers that we support, both on-prem infrastructure tools, but also cloud-based ones as well. And we also have a range of integrations. Uh, the other thing that we get uh, when we get into discussing with the DevOps guys, we want some automation tools. We're using Ansible already, you know, and that's doing our configuration drift, or we're using Chef and Puppet. That's great. If you've got that skill already, bring that into Morpheus as well. We can go out, integrate with those infrastructure tools, and then allow you to, for example, every time you provision a machine into the cloud, make sure that your Ansible uh, master is updated so the machine then is available to run your, your run books on, et cetera, very easily and quickly uh, through Morpheus. Integration into Git, we use that as well for internal usage. We have integration into ServiceNow as our primary ITSM tool. We also are integrating into other ITSM tools, but as I mentioned, CMDB update. So we're taking all of those processes that take time, that you have to go and, if you're trying to do it in code, go and write you know, a lot of code and do specific integrations. We're doing that for you and making this a very streamlined process to go, as Brad mentioned, bringing the, the DevOps together in a, a truly unified way. 
couple of other things that we do um, that you know we, we like to show. So we've got you know a good visibility on the infrastructure running, the number of machines. So then you want to understand what's going on. What are project teams using? What are they? How are they using the resources? So we have all of this information inside Morpheus, and we then expose that through reporting. So we have the ability to show you know what instances are running, what instances uh, have been used, and again, like a good CMDB, what we'll do is make sure that we keep track of those for you. So over a period of time, you know, I haven't got 247 instances running now, but between these periods of time, these were the number of instances that were provisioned and uh, destroyed. And this is an interesting thing. We've spoken to a number of customers where you know, part of the challenge is you have large infrastructures and lots of machines running, and what they find is that the, because it's taken them so long to get a machine, engineers will then cuddle that machine and keep it, and they'll keep deploying onto that same machine. So you end up with lots of infrastructure sitting out there that's maybe starting to drift away from where it should be, has updates and things that shouldn't be there, um, and is using resource when actually it's never being used other than through small periods of time. What Morpheus allows you to do is get more into the create and destroy. The provision a machine, use it for the short period that you need it for, and then destroy it and get rid of it. And Morpheus will then rip it down, clear it out, make sure it updates all the records, that it's updated anywhere, shut down your CMDB record, etc. So what you then end up with is lots of machines getting created and destroyed. And we want to keep track of that so you know what's been going on, so you can audit it, what sort of machines have been created. And as well as giving you that, we can also then start helping you understand your costs. As you saw a moment ago, I was showing that we can you know, start assigning costs to machines and resources being used. So then what you can do is start going in and start looking at, OK, how much are we spending across the various groups, the various clouds, and how much are instances costing us? So all of this information is available within Morpheus, all this usage data is available, and you can either extract it through the Morpheus reporting or go again through our API and pull it out directly and use it in perhaps internal billing tools or if you're using, you know, providing an external service, start pushing out your um, you know, invoices, etc. The other area that we started to look at is because we've got all this great data is you know, how can we help people start planning so we can start you know, help people understanding how are we spending, where are we spending, what sort of applications are we running, how many instances, what sort of instances and how are they costing us across a period of time. So we can start analysing that data and start making that available as well. And then finally, uh, a feature that a lot of our customers like when they first get Morpheus is one of the things that we can do is when you add us to an infrastructure, we can go and brownfield it. We can go and see what's running currently within your VMware environment. And we can start assigning costs to that. And then we can start helping you understand, are you using this in the right way? So we have this ability to do discovery and then right-sizing. So we'll look at a resource, understand how it's running over a period of time, and then just start making recommendations. You know, maybe you want to consider this machine. It's got 16 gigs of RAM attached to it. Um, it's never really getting above two to four gigs. Maybe we could halve the size of that and save yourself some money. Let's see. You know, we're not trying to do deep analytics here. You know, I'll be very honest with you. you know, it's, it's not the key um, sort of thing that we're trying to achieve here. We're just trying to help you understand what sort of resources we've got out there, what could we do with them. So we can downsize. We can also recommend upsizing if a machine is up being over-resourced on a regular basis. But also maybe recommend that it get powered down. We have the ability to do power scheduling. So have machines powered down during quiet periods and then power back up when they're needed. So overnight, during the day, etc. 
So with that capability, you know, again, on the operational side, you can keep track of what's going on with your environment, but you can also start tracking the costs and associating with those and making sure you're optimizing your environment whilst also providing this very simple to use self-service capability through, say, a very simple to use UI or through the uh, application, application programming interface or through the command line as well. A couple of other things I know when uh, people are looking at the screen, there's a couple of other areas they sort of see on here. We also have uh, some uh, simple backup technology in here. Again, this is something we talk a lot with the dev guys, you know, that they want to provision machines, but now they have to back them up or they go into a plan and they get backed up automatically. Morpheus allows users to do their own backups. Uh, we'll use an underlying uh, technology in each cloud, with snapshot technology, we'll make a copy of the machine, and just then the user can actually do self-service recovery um, as well, which I think is uh, a very important feature. Again, taking a load away from the operational team. You've seen the logging, the log aggregation. You know, here I'm looking at all the logs across all of the nodes that I can see. So we can uh, look at those, but you saw that I can do that down at an individual instance level as well. And we also have monitoring. Now we're not monitoring the infrastructure here, although you saw that we were putting infrastructure data through about the, you know, the CPU and the, the usage. What we actually have here is just a little bit step beyond that. And again, I think something that makes sense in a CMP is we will actually monitor your applications. So here, for example, is that web server that I deployed onto Amazon. It's now up and running, and it's been checked. And you can see there that what we're doing is a very simple check. Every few minutes, we're just going and saying, are you returning web pages? If it's a database, we'll go and say, are you returning database queries? Morpheus knows how that application was deployed. It's got access to it, so it can go and query them. And what we'll actually do with that app that I deployed, the two-tier app, which is this one down here, you'll see that it's actually checking both the web server and the database. So we're getting a, is the application available? If we're having problems, it's going to help you pinpoint where the issue is. So that's some of the capability of Morpheus. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Um, hopefully that was enjoyable. And uh, we're going to be around after the uh, show to answer some questions. Thank you very much.